haven't quite come up with an intro yet, but for now, welcome to Enowo. <laughs> Typically, when there's a break in consistency with any creative's work, they might be in a slump. I'm not in a slump. If anything, I'm in the opposite of a slump. A plums. Plums? Plum. <laughs> Let's go with plum. I don't even know. I'm sure you can't really tell, but I feel weird. Hold on. I need to tell my roommate to turn down the sound of the TV. <laughs> my ears are ringing. I am just walking around my room. I intended that as I did this, I was going to start arranging. My room is a mess. A clear description of where my head is at at the moment, which is pretty weird. This is also not the episode I'm supposed to drop today. I have recorded about three to four episodes that should be ready to drop in the next weeks like honestly speaking so the tv is still on and i still hear it from my room which probably means you can hear it as well and i'm just going to step into the bathroom because i don't really want to tell anybody not to what sound is that is that like a car wait hold on i think we have Oh, yeah. Okay. So it wasn't the TV. It was a vehicle. <laughs> like, they're just different sounds. Why am I hearing things? <sighs> okay. So, I'm in a really weird place. And it's not a slump. It's a... P-Mouse! Oh, my God, yes. That's what Jake Peralta said on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's a P-Mouse. Not a plums or pums. <laughs> it's a P-Mouse. I'm in a PMOS. I'm sort of overstimulated by my current environment and I just have a lot of things going on. I have a lot on my plate. I have a lot on my mind. And of course, this is my own channel for being, you know, vulnerable. And the fact that I get to share it with you guys, with my community is a plus in itself, even though it's a bit weird. So one of the things that's coming on Enowar is an exclusive community where certain podcast episodes will be shared that have more details than what is released into the public. It could be that what's being released into the public is a it's like just a bit of the full episode, but then people, members of the exclusive community actually get to hear the full episode and I explained in a video that I attempted to do while getting my makeup done, but my skin looked like shit. So I'm thinking and rethinking actually putting out that video. You see, that's the thing with good cameras, good phone cameras. They just show everything and like my skin just doesn't look great. But I did a video anyway and I might end up using an Instagram filter or just like a lot of filters to really cover up what, what my skin actually looked like in that video. Or just putting it in black and white, which will go with my Instagram grid. But let's not focus on the video. Let's focus on the message. So in that video, I mentioned how I've never really had, like I've always had a weird relationship with money. And I admit it does come from a place of privilege because like I didn't quite struggle for money. I didn't quite have to struggle for money. I'm currently struggling for money. So it's a weird place to be because like I didn't grow up struggling for money. 
um, with my parents who were pretty overprotective. They didn't really want us asking for money from anyone else or collecting gifts or anything from anyone else. It was like, whatever you want, just ask mommy and daddy. And then to the best of their ability, they'll do it for you. They try to teach us contentment at every point and not to like be envious of other people, but at the same time, not to be people that like begged or like asked other people for stuff. And I think where they were coming from was they just didn't want us to be at the mercy of anybody else, which is great. But then that also made it weird for me to actually ask people for money in general. And after university and, you know, getting into the career world, the job world, there are certain things I needed to ask for. So... You would think that as someone that was entitled to their pay or whatever, you like don't need to ask for that. And so far, I've been blessed with my employers because that's not something I had to ask for. The only thing I probably had to ask for for my employers was maybe if I made like an extra payment on a work expense and I needed reimbursement, then I could ask my employers for like for them to refund me right but even then it was weird because like in my mind i shouldn't really be asking you you should just know but the truth is you have so much on your mind sometimes just forget and it's not like you're trying to keep your money like oh my god yeah that's true so even like just that gentle reminder it took me a minute to actually get used to like asking i also don't think i'm used to asking right now every time i had to ask for money not necessarily from my employers, even from friends, because like life has been hitting hard. And so sometimes I do have to ask my friends for money. It just feels weird. And it's always felt weird. And I'm not sure it's ever going to not feel weird. Right. And I think that's as a result of just like that opportunity to, or if I needed anything, I just asked my mom and dad. <laughs> I think even in uni, again, like when I started receiving pocket money and maybe I needed the extra cash, I was also reluctant to ask my parents for money again. I know that thing where you attempt to like ask your mom, then ask your dad separately <laughs> so that you're sort of getting money from two ends and they might talk about it with each other so they actually find out, but that's not the point. But you just attempt that. Um, There was also that in the picture as well. So it was just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. As I'm talking, I'm also thinking about what I'm going to title the episode. I'm thinking about what image I'm going to use and just like where my head is at right now. And it's just a lot to be very honest. But yeah, let's continue. So it's I've always had that weird relationship with money. In um my parents also did bring me up as someone who as a girl who should depend on a guy for money. So they never like brought me up in this way where they're like, oh, you're going to go to your husband's house and they're going to take care of you. That was never really the thing. So I'm not used to like expecting that from a man as well. Like I don't expect a man to pay my bills. I don't expect a man to take care of all the bills in the house or be the one that's like shouldering all the money issues and all that. And that's just because of how my parents brought me up. They brought me up in a way that's like, like if for instance, I was probably doing something reckless with money when I was younger, they're like, when you start getting money, you see how you, like you just don't spend recklessly when you start working hard for your money. So they never even gave me like that mental option that, 
your husband's money or your own money or that kind of thing so like i know especially in nigeria there's like a lot of conversations about women their money their partner's money their partner's money and just like all around conversations like that but it wasn't quite stuff i could relate to because my parents didn't bring me up to expect that my husband was going to be the one paying for everything yeah so generally just not a quiet i just haven't really been like comfortable with the whole okay and then there's also the fact that like being young and as a child my parents took care of like everything that involved bills so i knew that one day i was going to grow up and have to start working for money but I, I never really experienced that as a child, if that makes sense. Like, I was aware that this was something that was going to happen in the future. But it's not like I maybe had a job when I was younger. Or just something that gave me a semblance of what it was like to work for money. Or get money. Or save money. Or invest money. Any idea like that. I just had no idea. I just knew that when I grew up, I was going to start working for money like my parents were. That was it. And so I get into this world and my relationship with money is just not great. To be honest, like first interactions with money, not great. I don't think in uni, what's I don't think? In uni, I wasn't looking for ways to make more money. It was just like whatever money I was giving, I just found a way around that amount like i just didn't stress myself too much and the amount i was given was enough to cater for all my needs like it wasn't like i maybe felt oh this money is not enough to get me food every day or to or for me to do my hair or for me to i don't know what else did you do in uni <laughs> or for me to like any other thing it's just i just had the money to do whatever i needed to do at that time maybe there were maybe like people are very ambitious and they had like stuff that they wanted to do in uni um that was out of what their pocket money could allow for but i don't think i had those ambitions i was just i was honestly comfortable i've been comfortable and i was honestly comfortable and it was now probably nyc when i decided to stay with my friends in abuja so this time our parents are not around and it's four of us in the house and we are the ones that have to cater to um lights and okay not even really light food mostly food transportation all of that and so it's like okay how much am i actually earning and is that enough to cater for these things and over time i'm talking from 2020 till date it's just never been enough to cater to all these things. And I know that I'm not earning chicken change. I'm not. I'm actually earning like pretty reasonably. At least that's what I hear. It's just, it's never really enough. No matter how much I try to break it down, it just doesn't meet like all the needs that I have. Like my pocket money was doing in uni. Or, like, secondary school, when all my needs were met, I literally just used to write a list and they would go to the market and get everything and bring it back. And then if they didn't, if they couldn't get anything, it's like, oh, we couldn't get this one. Maybe there's a substitute. Or maybe that's just another lesson on contentment. Who knows? But now, it's like, all this money is not even money. Like, it's not even going anywhere. It's barely doing anything. And I've had to look into other means of getting money 
including like asking friends for help and most times it's like if i earn like x amount in a month i probably spend x plus an extra 50k <laughs> so i probably spend x plus 50 in a month and that 50k is gotten from like asking people so my next month salary there's now it's now x minus 50 right so i'm 50k short which would mean i will also need 50k extra to like make up and it's just like a vicious cycle and while i have looked into like other things including trying to get side hustles some things are more realistic um than other things are and i started to appreciate the credit systems abroad where you can get certain things just fundamental basic living needs on credit and then pay back over time because those things are actual needs that you need to get done and over with start your life pretty comfortably and just move on and i personally think that that system would work for me um at the current stage that i'm at right i'm not the kind of person that feels i need to demand a higher pay if i don't think i've done as much work or work that deserves that so while i was working at my former office one of my friends we hadn't spoken in like a while was, we just like met up and he's like um so have i like asked for more pay and this is like me probably having have i hadn't spent maybe like a year or something but i had i was moved from one department to the other and there was just like a shift in general with my former workplace and he asked if i had asked for more pay and i'm like i think i've been there for maybe what six months i don't see why i should be asking for more pay like i didn't feel like i had built a strong enough portfolio to present myself enough to ask for more pay it's like how much value have i added to the company that i'm asking for more pay that's a very interesting way to think because i don't think i'm entitled to pay i think i'm working for the pay so i have to like work like when i now feel like ah, this work that i'm doing is not commensurate to how much i'm being paid then i can now ask for more pay so like that option is there and at the moment, I don't feel like I have done as much work to ask for more pay. I think it's even more recently, let's say this month, that I'm starting to pick up and I'm doing as much work that would require that I maybe ask for more pay, like right now. But I don't think like for the past three months that I've been here, I've done as much work that I would say, ah, yes, it's true. Let me ask for more pay. I don't really think I deserve that, objectively speaking. And so now that I've started doing it, I'm like, I think now I can actually work for the next three months with this same pace, with the same energy, and then be able to ask for more pay, which is something to look forward to. It's just that right now, the way I have, I'm trying to improve my work is coming with like a lot more being on my plate. And that means that I barely have time for anything else, including and especially a side hustle. Now, the only side hustle I probably have time for are those brain dead side hustles, like the ones that you literally don't need to think. You just need to maybe copy and paste like data entry jobs. I try doing that on one side just to like get a feel of it. And that thing is, is when I say brain dead, it's brain dead and it's brain dying. <laughs> like it will kill your brain very slowly. Jesus. So there's that as well. Um, and it's just 
please hold on i think someone is in the house someone was in the house i have been sitting and waiting for my brother who's currently staying with me to like get ready in the room and everything because he has um this event to attend um and yeah i have just designed a what now <laughs> a cover art thing for this episode which i really do intend to drop today not because this episode is perfect not because i even feel like i'm making any point i don't think i am um but just because i want to drop an episode which is what i'm learning to do in this period so i was mentioning doing data entry jobs which are basically brain dead jobs and you just have copy and paste but the actual stress like mental exertion that comes with such monotony is crazy that wasn't what i was expecting i didn't think it was going to be stressful to just copy and paste but it lucky is because like i tried it i don't know how to explain it to you You probably have to do it to understand what i'm saying but you literally just have to copy and paste they say it's that simple but when you do that like 10 times over and over and over again it just is stressful i'm really starting to think i'm the kind of person that is very value driven value hungry i do feel the need to constantly impute value in some way into what I'm doing and when it doesn't feel like I'm adding value to what I'm doing I feel like I am underperforming I look you almost feel useless as well it's one of the reasons I jokingly say that like I could be a trophy wife but I don't think it'll be long lasting because I know that it will get to the point where I just feel mm, yeah I'm not doing enough I need to do something and I, like my body will just be itching me and I cannot just stay and just be working out and look hot and I'll just feel so unfulfilled and feel the need to do something because from all the conversations like everything that i've been saying i just constantly feel this need to be adding value to feel like someone so it's not even far-fetched that for someone like me my work especially one that i am passionate about will become the biggest definer of who i am now there are a lot of comments about like we could open that kind of worms and just start talking about something else entirely about how your work should maybe not define or whatever percentage your work should define you with i don't know but at this point my work is definitely very key to how i define myself and the fact that at my work i have been struggling like i said for the first three months but the past months it's just this month that i feel like i'm actually picking up and trying to add value to my job it just it, it did feel like i wasn't adding as much value and i felt like i was underperforming i felt like i wasn't so i was telling someone that you know like in uni i had a friend who would read a lot like study really hard for exams but then results would come out and it's almost like she didn't even read and i could see the pain and i could never really understand it because you know, at that time, when someone opens up to you about these things, you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. And you try to empathize with them and or sympathize with them. But you never really, really, really understand. Because for me, self was I, I wasn't even really reading. I was very sure I wasn't reading as much as her because I just needed to attend the classes. I was an oratory learner. 
So if I attend your classes and I actually listen, like actively listen in your class, which I would because I used to sit in the first row and like actually listen. Once I listen, I'm good. Once I listen, I can write a test on that class and pass. I don't really need to go and do the extra studying. And with uni, they actually were like spoon feeding us like in classes. So I never missed classes. It was not my thing. I knew that that like I had hacked that that this is what works for me and I played that game very successfully. So when she had come to me about reading and still not getting those results, I felt badly for her, but I couldn't quite relate. But now I think that I can because I would have thought by taking this job, I was playing to my strengths of being like an organized person, someone who can manage a lot of things. But taking the job now and being in the job, I felt like all my strengths had failed me, which is so ironic. Like, how could my strengths be failures? It didn't make any sense. And I told someone yesterday that I felt like more recently, not I felt like more recently, I've become less organized. I've become more disorganized, not even less organized. It's like actual disorganization. Like high school me would look at current me and be like, who is this person? This is not what your room would typically look like. This is not what your workspace would typically look like. This is not what your hair would look like. And I'm not just talking about coloring. I'm talking about just not caring like at all. And even when I care, just I just get to that point where I'm like, yeah, if I spend money on my hair, I just don't have as much money to go through the entire month. And I'm just like, nah, I need transport and food over hair. So I just rather, you know, stick with my hair looking the way it looks right now. And there's just like a lot going on in my mind. And I'm like trying to cut losses here and there. And I mean, I've mentioned like asking my friends for money and just like looking for side hustles, even looking for investment opportunities. But what I find with investment opportunities is nothing really allows you to start little. Okay, so you can start little, but your gains will also be little and also not instant. And like the person, I think there's that David Donald. <laughs> I've called you three names. Donald, Donald Glover. I think that's his name. Childish Gambino meme. Where he's like, yeah, I don't want to... Like something about not saving for... I'm literally going to Google this as I'm speaking to you. Because <sighs> it's one of those episodes. It's like I'm journaling. So my mind is just every which way... Um, I hope it comes up. Um, what was this about saving? Something about, oh God, it's not coming up. Ah, and my brain is not braining. <laughs> oh God, even my brain. Okay, let's try this again. Um, okay. Should I just like stop and be playing music here? By the way, this is literally my life right now. I literally have to be doing like at least three things at the same time. At least. At least three things at the same time. Like <laughs> at least three things at the same time. This is what I signed up for. This is the life that I chose to live. Let me make that very clear. This was not something that was imposed on me. And I think that's one of the reasons I keep going. I think that's one of the reasons I keep going. Like, I chose to be in this position where 
I can learn what it's like to be an executive, a manager of people, a manager of creatives, because that's what I want to do with the authoress NG. It's just that right now, I'm being shaped, I'm being molded, and the way clear, if it had feelings, would feel when it got slapped by the potter is exactly what I'm feeling right now. It's like, in this molding process, the molding process has been slowed down, that I feel every slap, I feel every shapening i'm feeling every single thing and it's not easy to have that i think i mentioned in the beginning that it was just an overstimulation because there's just a lot of things happening at the same time it's just life lifing from different angles and i'm just feeling everything at once at the same time and i have to handle everything at once at the same time and it's a lot it's so much that like my brain just feels like mush sometimes and that's sort of is projected by what my room looks like at the moment like my wardrobe is messy and everything's just every which way and i just can't be bothered at this point like other things just seem more to carry more weight than being hyper focused on like cleaning my room and that's also not me because i enjoy these little things like I actually derive enjoyment from being as organized from cleaning from arranging and like right now it just doesn't feel like i have the time to do the things i actually enjoy i just feel like i just feel this need to like do the things that i need to do the things that i need to survive and it's just a bit crazy because it's not like survival versus you know i don't want to say pleasure or enjoyment but survival at this point trumps whatever pleasure i get from the little things and it sort of makes me unhappy even though i understand that like i need to do this right now and i was telling a friend today oh my god i've been saying i I was i've told a friend i was speaking with a friend i was telling a friend (laughs) i feel like with the currency that i'm at i just have bits and pieces of information that i'm giving different people when i'm conversing with them and it just helps me sort of deal with whatever that's thing is so i probably have told friend a this about what i'm going through and friend b that about what i'm going through and friend d this and that about what i'm going through so it's just like every which way again a representation of where my brain is that's like my brain has different branches and it's just it's just a lot going on uh, mm. okay I realized I was still typing on Google and I stopped. <sighs> Today has been quite a day. I'm a bit afraid because um uh <sighs> this is not working. <laughs> I can't find the meme. I'm not even the type of person to like give up as easily. I usually used to like just you know um be obsessed with getting something done like getting it done at that time and just not letting it go that's um i'm so sorry (laughs) um you guys this is this is not me this is not blessing blessing I've learned that at times when I talk to myself, um, 
I think when I want to feel like myself, um, it's me trying to do two things at once. Yeah, that's the problem. That's why I sound distracted. Um, yeah. When I talk to myself, I call myself blessing. I don't call myself Enoa. That's not a name that, um, <laughs> oh Lord. Okay, I can't find it, Sha. I tried, but I can't find it. So, mm. okay. I can't find it. Yeah, I don't think I have gotten... Like, the name Enna War is super duper what's entrenched in me. <laughs> I think it's probably an offshoot of a lot of externalization, a lot of interacting with my external environment and not necessarily with myself. I think Blessing and I have been on a journey that like when push comes to shove, it's me and Blessing that have conversations. I personally don't think I have like, what's the word, an alter ego. I don't think so. And I don't want to present myself as someone with an alter ego. I don't want to bless another person. They're not two different people or whatever. It's just... Um, I'm trying to rebrand or what and stuff, and I'm just wow. This is this is horrific. <laughs> this is so scattered. Like my head is just what I want to scream, but I want to cry, and I don't even want to punch anything. I mostly just want to scream and cry, and I don't even know if that will help me feel better. Like my appetite is messed up. Like. Ah, life is just laughing. Life is just laughing. It's going to become <laughs> what's now my catchphrase. Okay, no, just because I've said it in the two episodes that yeah, you've heard. <sighs> okay, deep breaths, deep breaths. Okay, so back to money. I have thought of picking up a side hustle don't have the time for it right now to be very honest i realized that like work is work and no matter how much we try to do or oh, this is just a side hustle at least for me i'm not the kind of person to put in mediocre work the biggest mistake i made was trying to think that i could do writing as a side hustle i have come to learn that writing is not a side hustle like you can think it is and okay now there's chat gpt and all this ai related stuff but even with that really good writing or at least the writing writing at the standard to which i hold myself is not writing i can do as a side hustle i throw a lot of myself into my work which is what i was saying about defining myself by my work i throw a lot of myself into yeah mostly my work and writing is not something i can do on the side because I cannot submit mediocre writing. It's just not me. I will not be okay. <laughs> I my OCD is strong at that side. It's very I will not do that. Um, but I had attempted to do writing on the side and so far it's only one that has worked. And even with that, we've had to come up with an arrangement that works for me to do the writing, you know, freelance style and we'll probably meet like once a week and I can do that. And even with that, it's still a bit stressful. But that's the only thing that has worked. 
The second thing that would work is investment because investment is your money working for you because you can't. That would be perfect for me right now because I literally don't have the time. I'm doing a lot at the moment. Um, My job description is very wide. My job description has me doing a lot at the moment and I really cannot be doing two jobs, but I can invest. It's just what can I invest? I don't think so. What's why I wanted to find a child who can be no means like I don't want to invest into my future when I can't eat today. Like <laughs> it's just not something. It doesn't make any sense. Investment as well, to be honest, is a bit of a luxury good at this point, at least for me. I cannot invest when, like, I literally need to eat right now. Um, I was I had opened a dollar account recently to start saving because the writing gig that I'm currently running pays in dollars and like also for them to have ease of transfer and sending me the money and stuff instead of trying to look for who has a dollar account or do you send to that person and person sends to me all that stress. So I had put some money in there and I recently had to go out with joy because I, I need to eat. I need to eat. I need to move. And for some reason, movement more recently has been so brutal to me that it's clear I need a car. Like, at this point, the car is not a luxury item. It's a need. I would never have needed a car in secondary school when my parents, sorry, university, when my parents were giving me monthly allowance. Those were not needs for me. I probably wouldn't even be thinking about it. But at this point, I'm thinking I need a car because my movement is no longer straight. I need to do about 10 things at once in my personal life and in my work life that require movement and require a lot of bolt money. Like a lot, a shit ton amount of bolt money. If I want to get a car right now, I have to get it via loan. And that... Like, I already have stuff that's eating into my finances at the moment. It's like, why would I go and get... Ugh! These are the issues. (laughs) These are the issues. I'm not joking, guys. I'm I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I'm going through a lot mentally. I have a lot on my plate. And sometimes it feels like I'm underperforming. I'm trying my best... I'm trying as hard as I can to be better. I'm trying as hard as I can to manage everything that's going on. I'm trying as hard as I can to be the better version of myself. And it's just really tough right now, to be honest. And um, that's why I said I'm not in a slump. I'm in a PMOS. I have an overstimulation of activities and I have a lot on my plate. And I just can't right now. That's like, I, I literally cannot. Like, I'm putting out an episode to say I literally cannot at this point. I'm trying to pace myself. I'm trying to pick myself up. That I think this is a good place to end. One thing I've learned about this phase that I'm currently in, especially with God on my side and with his Holy Spirit in me, constantly encouraging me, constantly pushing me, constantly giving me the strength. Because, okay, so one thing I've learned is, I'm learning to stay. I'm learning to stay in a situation. Like I'm I'm literally learning to stay. I'm learning to show up. I'm learning to be present. No, not present. I'm learning to stay and I'm ready to and I'm learning to show up. 
I'm learning to stay and I'm learning to show up. I'm learning to stay in the sense that this is not necessarily ideal for me right now. It honestly is not. I would much rather, you know, just not be going through all of this. But I'm learning to stay and I'm learning to show up. I feel like shit most of the time. It's hard for me to get out of bed on some days. Like, like let's say in a week that I have to go to the office five times a week. Three out of five times, I do not want to be at that office. I do not want to show up. I probably am going very late or like a bit later than I would have imagined. But I'm going. Um, we had the Easter break more recently and I promise you I needed that break. Apart from like the overstimulation of all these things that are happening, financially especially, there's also like the social impact and there's the fact that as much as people think I'm extroverted because I can talk forever and I'm not shy, whatever reason you have, just my energy, my vibe just seems like, oh my God, I'm everywhere. Okay, no problem. Um, I'm an introvert. And most times my social battery dies much quicker than you would expect so when you see me probably super high my energy is everywhere i'm like oh my god hi i'm greeting everybody i probably need about two weeks to recover from whatever that was like whatever burst of energy that was right as a so for some people it's weird when they meet me with that burst of energy and i'm like after like i say we meet twice i'm like yeah you need to you need to give me some space i need to and to clear my head, I need, I need some time to myself. Or I just, like, my energy just starts dropping. So it's like you meet me at a climax, at this peak of energy. And, like, slowly but surely, just starts dropping. <laughs> That's usually what happens. And with a work arrangement that has me actually needing to go to the office five times a week. Yeah. And also, like, just working, like, around the clock generally. I constantly need that break from human beings and I can't quite get that, you know, I can't quite get that private time. I think I also mentioned that my brother is around. So like even in my space, I'm not getting that private time. And that's not a problem. I like that my brother is around. It's just that sometimes I do need that private time. Sometimes I literally kick him. I'm like, go and stay in this room. I just need to be alone for like <laughs> two hours. <laughs> you get. So there's also that as well. And it's a lot to be honest but i'm like i said i'm learning to stay i'm learning to show up and i don't even think i compliment myself as much but it's something i'm trying to learn to do as well or i'm learning to do let me say trying to learn <laughs> i'm learning to do as well i'm low-key proud of myself high-key proud of myself for at least showing up and at least staying at this point those feel like bare minimum but it's taking so much strength, so much mental exertion to actually just stay and actually show up every day that I have to give myself a shout out for those ones. So yeah, that's it. That's the episode. I promise I'm going to drop it like immediately I get off recording this. I'm just going to put it together and put it out there and hopefully... You learn something or you pick something you can relate to. But I definitely think this is like a great conversation starter. And I would love to hear from you, like your thoughts, your experiences. We could just talk 
again, when I say this, I want you to know <laughs> that if you text me, I might be responding like three days later, but I will respond. I'll respond for sure. But like, I'm just saying that because I'm currently socially weak. Like my social batteries, hey, it's an orange, it's almost red. <laughs> or just almost red. So there's a lot of that happening. I know this was a very disorganized episode and I know it was long and I know... It was just like decluttering, but I didn't really declutter. I just sort of showed you the clutter to an extent. I didn't even really show you the clutter because I didn't even like open up as much about what exactly is happening. It's just like surface level clutter. It's like you walk into my room, which I have been referencing for some annoying reason because I'm like right here and I see the mess. But like you walk into my room and I just like... Oh, yeah, there's a mess. But then if I actually, like, bring you in... What, what I did was I opened the door. I showed you the room. You're like, yeah, there's a mess. I'm like, yeah. And then we start walking, walk past the bed, walk past the closet, walk past stuff. And, and like, you, you're getting more sights. You saw something from the door, but, like, now you have more sights. Like, the bed is a mess. The closet is a mess. The shoe rack is a mess. The cosmetics, whatever, is a mess. <laughs> like... It was like, okay, yeah, I see a mess here. I see a mess there. I see a mess. <laughs> I see a mess here. I see a mess there. I see a mess everywhere. That type of thing. <sighs> I'm done. I'm done, I guess. I guess. I'm just I'm just sharing. This is literally just for me to share. Possibly. I make room for, you know, more conversation. But hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I definitely start dropping more episodes. I just want to be consistent. I just want to show up, even with my brand, even with NOA. I just want to show up. I just want to stay, despite how difficult everything is. And thankfully for me, the secret to my strength to even stay and show up so far, and I love that there was a lot of alliteration in that, like three S's, is the Holy Spirit. Oh my God, that's the fourth S. You're very welcome. <laughs> But really, I love that the Holy, I have the Holy Spirit to help me through this period. Because to be honest, it's difficult. It's not easy. But I'm glad that I have the ability, the strength to actually stay and to actually show up. Yeah. Oh, wait. So show up was not like an alliteration because it's this, sh- not this sound. Hmm. But there's a word for what it was. Like, if it's not a sound, but it has the letters, Sha. Anyway. Bye, guys. Um, War exclusive is coming to get ready. It's going to be going for as low as 500 per episode. So, like, for you to buy the exclusive episode will be 500 naira. And every other person can listen to it for free. Yeah, that's that's coming. That's going to happen. And I think a lot more is going to happen with the brand. Um, Really looking to expand management right now. And also looking into, like, if I can do content creation on the side. And just, like, other things I can be doing on the side that stack up my portfolio. So we would be seeing how that is going for now. See you on the next episode, which is ready. Like, it exists, but is it ready? Not quite sure, because, like, editing and stuff, but it does exist. 
right now um see you guys much later yeah <laughs> don't forget to pray jesus god's got you and like that's the most important thing i can hear music look you want to leave it well you guys just be hearing it in the background so it doesn't really i'm going to go now this is like way long i'm just i'm gonna go now see you guys in the next episode <sighs> yeah